Welcome and thanks for joining. Deepak Shoney here with SportsMed Analytics, special NFL draft edition of the Injury Report. We got a lot to cover, so let's dive right in. Starting with my favorite, Jameson Williams. Concern level 2 out of 5. Expect Williams to bounce back strong from ACL surgery this January. Speedy recoveries take 7 to 9 months, but we're predicting him back around the 10-month league average. The midpoint of the season, around week 10 in November. The first two-thirds of his season projects to be unreliable for your fantasy lineups, but he should return to about 90% of himself by the last month of 2022. Expect the following year to show us what 100% of Jamison can do. Major buy-low candidate in both real and fantasy football. Moving on to George Pickens, Georgia wide receiver, concern level 1 out of 5. Pickens came back to the field from an ACL in 8 months. That's absurdly fast, but predictably, he wasn't yet himself. Don't read too much into this, as he was playing at only a fraction of his full explosiveness. Re-injury risk here is low, and we expect to see a fully healthy and explosive Pickens take the field in Week 1. The track record is limited, but the talent seems real. Injury concern is not. Buy low if he lands with a strong QB. Justin Ross, wide receiver from Clemson, concern level 3 out of 5. A congenital spine issue sidelined Ross for a year. He came back, wasn't that productive, and then fractured his foot. So now what? Derrick Henry and Debo Samuel have returned from the same foot injury at high levels. The spine issue is rare, but it's now fully treated. It's always going to carry some elevated risk, but it's not likely to derail his career at this point. Overall, the injury history is exotic, but not overly concerning. On the other hand, the 4-6-3-40 time is. Don't think that the talent here is that explosive, so I don't want any piece of this one. John Mechie III, Alabama wide receiver, concern level 2 out of 5. A December ACL tear means, yes, Mechie could realistically be ready to play by week 1. But no, we shouldn't expect the full strength player straight from the jump. The most likely outcome, according to our algorithm, is a return 1 month into the season and a 10-14 to 14 month progression before reaching his peak. That puts Mechie around weeks 6 to 10. I'll buy low here if he lands with a decent QB. Drake London, USC wide receiver. Concern level 2 out of 5. Drake London on some boards is the top rated wide receiver in the draft. A recent hamstring strain and an ankle fracture prevented us from seeing him at his peak, which is probably why NFL teams aren't sweating the subpar 4-5-8-40 time. You probably won't get a discount here, so we're not picking up extra shares of London unless he falls deep in fantasy drafts. Now on to running backs, and one I really like, Zamir White, running back from Georgia. Concern level 3 out of 5. Now, two ACLs before entering the league does not help, but White is a 95th percentile athlete with his 4-4-40 time and his 128-inch broad jump. By the way, both of those are better, actually, than Adrian Peterson when he came out of Oklahoma. Production at Georgia for White was not overly impressive, but he did share a backfield with another running back that's soon to be pro, James Cook. Look for White to fall on some boards due to his injury history, and if he does, I'll be waiting to buy low on this one for sure. Kevin Harris, running back South Carolina. Concern level 2 out of 5. Minor spine surgery barely sounds like it could even exist, but it truly was the case for Kevin Harris in college. He came off of an explosive sophomore season with over 1,100 yards, had surgery in the summer of 2021, and then disappointed with only 660 yards the following year. 
The surgery doesn't really explain the performance drop, since NFL players tend to bounce right back from this issue without any problems. That gives us pause about the talent, so I'd take a chance on him only if he looks like he's going to fall in my draft. Moving on to QB, Carson Strong, concern level 4 out of 5. He is healthy now, but he lacks mobility, and he's had multiple surgeries on his right knee to address a bone and cartilage injury in the past. Hard to know how mobile he'd be without these injuries, but NFL data is pretty convincing that cartilage issues in the knee prior to entering the league lead to shorter careers, decreased productivity, and increased durability issues. You're going to have a really hard time convincing anyone to buy a QB with that profile. Next, David Ojabo, defensive end, really one of the saddest stories in the draft, concern level 5 out of 5. Ojabo's luck was brutal. He tore his Achilles during his NFL workouts, and now he's dealing with an injury that projects to take one and a half years for him to bounce back to where he was before. Re-injury risk is low, but performance dips about 25%. He could opt to play during the second half of this season, but at considerably less than his typical speed. Just look at Cam Akers, who rushed back from an Achilles and then proceeded to put up barely 50 yards at best per game. Sell on this one. Linebacker Damone Clark, LSU, concern level 4 out of 5. Clark found out about a need for spinal fusion surgery after an MRI at the Combine. The good news here is that incidentally learning about the disc herniation is probably the safest way to do so. The bad is that these take a long time to bounce back from. Don't expect to see him on the field in 2022. When he comes back to start 2023, he'll still likely be only 85% of himself. Hard pass for me. Derek Stingley Jr., DB, one of the best DBs in this class. Concern level 2 out of 5 here. Stingley tore his Liz Frank ligament in his foot and had it fixed surgically 7 months ago. He will be cleared for week 1, but Liz Franks are no joke. They're very hard for perimeter players to come back from. Typical wide receivers, running backs, and DBs see 20% declines in production initially, and this trend often lasts up to two years. However, even at only 85%, Stingley still put up a wild 4.37.40 time and 38-inch vertical. He projects to make a nearly full athletic recovery six to eight weeks into the 2022 season. I'd buy, but I doubt we're getting a real discount here. And lastly, Andrew Booth. Concern level 3 out of 5. Booth missed both the combine and his pro day with two different injuries, which ordinarily would be pretty concerning. However, one issue was a quadriceps strain and the other a sports hernia. Neither of those should be at risk of popping up again, but sports hernias do come with shorter careers and more missed games along the way from minor issues to follow. The talent seems solid, but I'll pass on this one. And that's all we got for now. Tune in next time for more injury report from Sportsman Analytics and be sure to send us all your injury questions. Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, we're on them all, so make sure you hit us up. Sportsman Analytics signing off.